Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to The Hang, folks. In this episode, I'm joined by my two friends, Darren and Andrew, otherwise known as DNA, the double act who are effectively mind readers. Millions across the UK and the world saw them blow everyone away with their mind reading act at their first audition on Britain's Got Talent, including Simon Cowell and Alicia Dixon, the judges. They have what is called the gift. In their bio, it says, by combining intuitive psychoanalysis with a unique ability of telepathic thought transference, DNA will read your mind as accurately as you can read words from a page. Folks, believe it. I have seen it and experienced it myself. It's as fascinating as it is frustrating as it is frightening. I've known Darren for many years now and subsequently got to know Andrew. What I love about them is that they're not only talented and inspiring, but they are all around great guys and each have incredible personalities with boatloads of charisma. They are the type of friends you want in your life. <laughs> That's a great intro. It's on the recording too. <laughs> wow. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow. I am hanging today with, well, what do you guys call yourselves? Uh, I'm not going to say magician. I'd like magicians. to say a friend first. Oh, of course, friends. Well, I'd like but to say confidant. friend first. Confidants, my advisors, my uh, fitness trainers. But uh, Not quite. But you guys are? DNA. No, I know you're DNA, but I, I don't want to say magician. You are we're mind a, readers. You are a mind, illusionists. A mind what reading double Illusionists of the mind, yeah. Illusionists of the mind, DNA. My good friends, Darren Sarsby and Andrew Murray. He had to check the uh, pronunciation of Murray, didn't you? <laughs> Murray. You're not going to get away with any. Andrew Murray. <laughs> As you travel the world, you become more posh. Darren Sosby and Aaron and Andrew Murray. You're Murray. never going to be posh, bro. Never. Never. <laughs> How are you, man? How long has it been since... I, was it New York I last saw you guys? It can't be New York. No. Oh, no, we, we, we opened for you at the uh, Festival we did, Hall, didn't festival we? Festival Hall. My brain is fried. Yes, yeah. that was so a year. Yeah, yeah, that was a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah, no longer than a year. Well, oh, it's been... 2018, right? Start of 2018, wasn't it? Is that when we did festival hall? Yeah, January 2018. Why does that feel so long ago? It's well, only it's two, two years. Two years ago. That's not that long. You don't think so? No, a lot br- can change in two years. My brain's getting fried. 
I don't know if it's all the travel or age. I'm hoping it's just because I've been busy. I think it's a bit of both, probably. I can't believe I'm actually here with Dr. Kian Madani. <laughs> Right here, right now. <laughs> I can't believe it. I've actually got a bit of an ailment. Can you see to me? I'll have a look afterwards. Yeah. You okay. don't watch it. I have watched it. Of course I have. I you're don't my, watch you're it. My, you're one of my best friends. Of course I'd watch it. No, you don't. I swear on my life I've watched a few episodes. When I used to post it on Instagram, that's as much as, if, as you've seen it. I have my seen clips. episodes. I've seen you arguing on there. Okay. Yeah, in surgery. And how, they, do we, how do we first meet? Let's go right in. Okay. So, this is Darren talking, by the way. Um, we met at the gym, didn't we? And uh, <laughs> one of my friends who was a trainer, who was also your trainer, mm -hmm. told me that you were the Prince of Egypt. <laughs> wow, back in the day. And I said, oh, you can't be the Prince of Egypt because he'd have bodyguards. And he was like, no, they're downstairs. I was like, all right. <laughs> and then we got chatted a bit more and he was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm actually the Phantom of the Opera. I was like, yeah, of course you are. <laughs> and then you are. But here's you the thing, were. the whole Prince of Egypt thing, didn't we, I, that go on for a couple of days? I forgot yeah. to close the gag. You didn't. I just thought you were the Prince of Egypt. And then we just became mates. And then after like three days, I was like, oh shit, we haven't... Yeah, yeah I'm actually the, the Phantom of the Opera. And I was like, yeah, of course you are. <laughs> we haven't closed the gag though. I forgot to like the whole wind up. Are you actually the Prince of Egypt or not? Because I still don't actually know. No. I'm oh. sorry to tell you. Oh. He's now the king. <laughs> but we don't want to talk about King. that. We don't like to talk about that. And I first met you, Andrew, on FaceTime, and you did a a, a mind illusion. That's on right. Me. That's right. Yeah, you that's were right. driving with Darren. So, so what we what we do is a telepathy act, right? I mean, we call it the gift. So we get people to think of things and reveal what they are. And I remember we were going to the gym together. You were in my car, FaceTime. No, we were going to see something. Arge was in the back. No, this was that was after. That was after. That was yeah, after. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew it was Andrew definitely by you then. and you and Darren. And I remember you thought of was it? Um, well, wait. Before you say it, where do we do this? Because we were in Andrew my, was on Facetime in you, my car or your car. I can't remember. Oh yes. Oh, your and car, Darren. I, I would have been stationary. I wouldn't have driven and Facetimed. No, Let's put that that's right. There. And it was in your car. And we okay. Now I remember. And this is what still blows my mind. And to this day, I still don't know how. I can't even fathom how it works. But you told me to think of someone famous. That's right. Yep. You FaceTime Andrew. Mm -hmm. You just... you just. But Darren I, said, I asked you to think of somebody. Yep. You've got somebody in mind. Don't say who it is. And I went... And I tell you, the audience can't see that, what that, Andrew's that, doing. That, that, Andrew that, that just was, closed that his was eyes. Dramatic, <laughs> that was a dramatic pose, which I'm going to re reenact for everyone. It, it, I closed my eyes in deep concentration, and then I revealed the name, which was. Hang on, he looked like a Buddha. If he was his old weight, he would have looked like a Buddha, like a Buddha just That's now. A slightly, right? a slimline Buddha. Yeah, slimline. Yeah, let's. We'll get on that because you both have like shed so many pounds since I've last yeah, seen you. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Okay, but in going back to the the illusion, did. I tell you who I was thinking of. You, you told me who you think who you were thinking of. Yes, yeah. yeah. so the and then you Facetime. So exactly. there was yeah, but there was no text message or no, anything like I that. I was there. I was because no. the moment I told you, I'm like, okay, at some point, I don't want any, you know, like what's up your sleeve. And you thought so of Gorbachev, didn't you? Mikhail Gorbachev. That's right. So it's quite an unusual celebrity to think of. But what blew my mind was, you only, we were on Facetime maybe less than five, four, three minutes. Oh, and you, way less. And than you that. got it. Way less mm. than that. Yeah. I mean, that would have been the whole conversation of introducing him to you and stuff. I mean, what we do is real time. It's not. It's quick. You hardly spoke to Andrew. That's right. Unbelievable. That's what we do. 
telepathy. So it's it's the because power of, of the mind. It's because of that we wanted to. Um, that was Murray, by yeah. the way. <laughs> we wanted to, to go on a platform that could showcase our talent to as many people as possible, which is why we did Britain's Got Talent in 2017. How many times did I tell you to do that? I know, I know, I know. Maybe like two years before that. I'm like, why aren't you going on that show? You're like, nah, nah. You know, nah. the thing is, we, we had thought about going on it before, and there's loads of people that kind of said, hey, you should do it. And we just never felt that the timing was right. And actually looking back, the year we did it probably was the best timing for us. Right. Like if we'd have done that previously, I don't think we'd have come over as, as well as we did probably wouldn't have reached the final. We were going to do it. We were really serious about it in 2016. And for one reason or another, we didn't do it. And mm -hmm. actually looking back, I'm pleased we didn't. Sometimes so. fate just saves you from yeah, exactly. the wrong decisions, right? Yeah, yeah. How did you guys meet? Well, we had a massive, but going back to that, actually, we had a massive, massive argument. Um, we'll talk about this a bit later if you want, about conflict and passion, right? And sometimes the two go hand in hand. We had a massive argument that year we didn't do Britain's Got Talent because one of my friends, Dynamo, had his show in Cardiff. So I'd booked a hotel and, it, you know, I was going and spending the evening there and all that. Kind of, it was a big deal to me to go and watch him. In, Although in he had seen him sort of like a week before yeah, doing the same show somewhere else. So that's where there was this conflict. It was anyway, like the last opportunity for us to go and do one of the auditions. I didn't feel we were prepared anyway. Yeah, and we weren't. And like I said, when, when I look back at it, I'm so pleased we didn't sort of like Oh, you guys out. fell out? Yeah. No, we did fall out. We just had we, a bit it of was, a, It was a few months, actually, of us kind of... Thinking it was over? Well, not really. I mean... Oh, we didn't have a fallout where we weren't talking. We're going to have a fallout now. Yeah. <laughs> Come then. <laughs> it did affect our relationship, though. Yeah, it did. definitely did. It did. Yeah. But obviously, looking back now, it affected it in a positive way because a tight relationship that's, you know, real and has deep foundations will go through those moments. Oh, totally always, agree. always. And we've had many moments like that, to be fair. Because we're both passionate about what we do, but we've both got our own opinion. Yeah, and you're both artists, and you're both creating something, so you're going to bump yeah. heads. Yeah, and we, and we do. And uh, what we've learned to do, and we probably do better now than we ever have, we can have sort of like those inflamed moments where we're both passionate and we're both having an argument and we're both set in our ways, and I refuse to listen to what he says and he refuses mm -hmm. to listen to what I say, and we'll have a big bust up, and then we'll get on the phone 15 minutes later, and it's all forgotten. And that's the best way to get over it can't dwell on it we've had our moment we've said our piece and now we just need to get on man i think a lot of people need to <laughs> take that advice and just yeah it's not easy it's, but it's, hard, we've, it's, we've learned. it's hard letting go for sure it is isn't it yeah i think when you're passionate about something and you want something to, su to succeed it's sometimes the lines are blurred between um you know what's reasonable and what isn't reasonable Mm -hmm. See what I mean? And your tolerances for things as well. Yeah, and then if you obviously as artists, you, there's inevitably ego involved. Not necessarily a bad thing, but you have to have an ego to be an artist, I think. And if, if that gets in a way, it makes you a bit stubborn. And you get caught up in the moment, you know. Everything I, th I say at that moment I think is right, and Darren's exactly the same. But actually, with a little bit of reflection, I can maybe accept what he's saying and, and let go of what I'm saying a little bit more if I think about where he's coming from right and vice versa that's amazing where did you guys meet what, what's with the look on your face darren because we always change the story so i don't know whether to tell a, a real story or the it's normally like oh we met in prison or you know we met well why didn't you tell the i don't i, I want to hear one of the fake stories so, but then i'm thinking do i start with the true story and then take one of the fake ones so why don't you tell me and so, then i'll decide okay. whether that was real or not okay so we originally met during the battle of agincourt and uh, what? Up. 
You've seen the film Highlander, right? No. Okay, you need to watch that. Then this will be a, give a lot more perspective to uh, the stories. About Basically, we're immortal. So Andrew's 842 and I'm 613 at the moment. So. Well, you're looking great for it. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. No alcohol? What is it? What's the no. secret? You vegans? No alcohol. No, just alcohol free. Nivea face cream, yeah. <laughs> Other brands available. <laughs> yes. What's another story about how you met? Well, that's the truth. So one of the fake stories is uh, we met at an event, actually. Really? Yes, fake though. I was a guest at an event. <laughs> And the fake part of it is Darren was a performer at the event. Apparently so. Mm-hmm. Apparently. And he came up and went, your name's Andrew Murray. I was Murray. like, Murray. Murray. <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah, and who are you? And we just kind of got talking, did a bit of magic. Then became friends, then enemies. Mortal, en- enemies. Mortal enemies, yeah. And here you are. Here, here we, we are. are. Yeah. yeah. How are you? How's life for you? Life is great. I'm with you guys. That's why I'm happy. So good to see you, man. See, I've, I've spent so many years, you know, in your life and seen you at the high points, at the low points, and the good, the bad, the in-between, everything. With you your were children, there. your family. You were there at a real low point at one I know. I know, man. Love and you, you I love you as well. You've been there for me. When I had no one else to turn to, I turned to you. Thanks, man. I know I'm pretty shitty. I at- feel that there's a song coming on. <laughs> Go on. Night sing it for us. time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going more like... You were my strength when I was weak. Go on. <laughs> I can't remember the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> but I want to go back to DNA. Hang on. So you guys got together. Uh, you're 800. You're 600 years old. Mm-hmm. You guys decide to put this act together. Did you know you wanted to do a, a mental illusion act? Or I you just that, wanted to do something? I think the thing is we, got, we kind of had a notion of the kind of act we wanted to do. We just didn't know how to do it. So we kind of created it from the ground up. We completely invented. If we could do something, what would it look like? It would look like this in theory. Okay, how do we achieve that now? And mm-hmm. it was um, it was a labour of love. We've put in thousands and thousands and thousands of hours trying to make what we do seem completely effortless. I think that's the truth. Yeah, of it. and we're very very lucky. You know, it takes us all over the world. So we did did a, a county fair in America last year and your oh. brother came and saw us. He drove over yeah. from Canada. Yeah. How, what, your brother came over. That. Yeah. 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 So we're very, very lucky. We get to perform everywhere, all over the world and meet amazing people. And How many stops in America did you do? We did a county fair. So it was kind of like... The one? Yeah, yeah one county one. fair. Yeah. You out just for that. Just yeah. for that, yeah. And there's my big your brother, hairy brother. Your, your big hairy brother came down, <laughs> drove all the way down from Canada to see us. We spent amazing. the evening. With it was us, great. Didn't we? It yeah, was great. so good. He's a lovely guy. Yeah, really nice him. family. Love yeah, him. it was great. Love Heck him, of man. a beard on him, eh? He looks great. Yeah. <laughs> I keep telling him you should, that beard needs its own Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> and and his t- and his tooth. <laughs> that he's got a lack missing. of. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what happened to your tooth? It's got a tooth missing. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen uh, uh, an Iranian look like such a redneck. My brother is <laughs> really the does. original <laughs> redneck Iranian. He really is amazing. He really is. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So when you were doing Britain's Got Talent, how nervous were you? On that, to make, to know, okay, you're about to go live. Mm. That the stakes quickly jumped up. Okay, so we always say doing a show like Britain's Got Talent is effectively putting your neck on a chopping block and mm-hmm. saying to everyone, here, take a swing, right? Because you're not in control of it. It's not your own platform. You're going on another show against other talent and being judged. So we had an idea. Uh, obviously, we developed this thing called The Gift, which is our version of telepathy. Mm-hmm. And then we went and met the producers and they were like, we love it, but how can you turn it into a piece of theatre? And that's how we came up with the T-shirt change. Mm. And we designed effectively an act that we re- rehearsed and practised over months, really. We got it to the point where all we had to do was worry about our nerves. Every word, every action, every move, every you know, everything we needed to do on stage, we'd practice and rehearse. It was second nature. We just had to worry about the nerves. And I, and I think when you go into something like that, you can have one of two approaches. You either go in and say, I'm going to let nerves get the better of me, or I'm just going to kind of put a front on and forget about the nerves. Either way, when they call your name, you have to step onto that stage and perform. So you've got a decision to make. And the mm-hmm. conscious decision was, I'm not going to be nervous. And if I am, I'm going to try to keep it under wraps. I'm going to put everything to the front of my mind and the nerves as far to the back of my mind step forward, best best foot forward, and do my best. And it worked out for us. How proud were you when you knew after that first, first episode, we just presented one of our creations for the nation, and you guys were spot on with it. The, you talk about nerves. You, I remember saying to Mandy, I'm like, the way they're handling themselves, I feel like you guys had such control of that room, of that time, you were drawing us in. It was so, so brilliantly done. I mean, oh, it was probably the proudest moment, you know, professionally speaking, up, certainly to that point uh, that, that we've ever had. Because like you said, we were doing something that we'd created. And I just remember that moment of finishing the act and everyone in the London Palladium standing on their feet, applauding. And I like looked at Darren and I just thought to myself and I looked out at the audience and I thought, capture that moment and log it in your mind because there's very few acts that have had this, will ever have this, and we may never get it again. So mm. it's in there and it was just amazing. You could see that incredible. in your eyes when that was happening too. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Like I feel very, very lucky with friends in my life and I'm friends with people for, for them, not for who they are or what they thank, offer. Thank you, Darren. Yeah. So obviously, bro, I was your friend. I was chatting to you and becoming friends with you even before I knew what you did. And when you were in Phantom, I used to come and just sit backstage. And yeah. when you were in Love Never Dies, I used to, we used to mess around with the mask. And we've had so much fun over the years, right? So much fun. And like we hit, we were on the road together on your tour. Um, you know, I've seen you, you know, set out the London Palladium and stuff. So in a way, I've kind of bit desensitized to success in a way. 
not in a bad way, but I've got friends of mine that have proven to me and shown me that anything's possible. So when it was me on that stage and they're applauding me, it was it really was surreal. It really, really was. Like I had watched you in your show at the London Palladium with Ramin Karim Lou, you know, in the you know, at the London Palladium, watch you sell a show out there. And I remember I was taking like Instagram videos of you and zooming in on your face with dog filters on. Just because you're my friend and I'm having a laugh, but really it's such an incredible achievement and reaching that point myself was kind of a bit of a, I suppose it makes me appreciate what my friends have done even more. Well, you guys aren't shallow people. You guys are real. And I think that's why- I'm not, Andrew is. <laughs> you're not real. Okay, fine. No, shallow. <laughs> no, you said it. <laughs> I think that's what people uh, find endearing about you and what, you know, I think you can have all the talent in the world, but when you're doing what you're doing, it's different, I guess, if you're a movie star, you're very separated, but you guys are connecting with people and people want to feel part of something. They want to feel not alienated either. And I think your personalities. Let me ask you a question. Talent. Let me ask you a question. Cause obviously like we're here and all of your listeners will be interested in you. And I know you're here listening to us, but I want to get your perspective on this. And let's be honest, there could be only five people listening. That's fine. I'm down. <laughs> up to five. Up, up to, to five. five. Up to five. Yeah. And three of them will be us. <laughs> what I want to ask you is, how do you how have you found um, interaction with people that want a piece of you? So for us, I'll give you an example. We were very overweight and um, obviously we'll talk about it a bit up a bit later we put on a lot more weight after the show um but when we did the show we thought oh online everyone's going to be talking about the weight everyone's going to be sort of going oh look at those two fat bastards or whatever right but they didn't we had like one guy in australia that was kind of like trolling us online what it's, yeah it's yeah. like an old guy and his picture was him at a fruit machine in a pub you know gambling <laughs> and we're just like and everything's like you two fat slobs look at you two fat slobs so we just blocked him. But how how do you find when, you know, when we... <laughs> you fat slobs. He just keeps typing that. We're sharing this Literally. mental anguish yes. and he's just laughing. <laughs> well, Thank you, just, doctor. It's so outrageous. <laughs> Often people, whenever we go and do a performance, we meet people after the show. They just want to, they want a piece of us. They want to talk to us or put their arms around us or something, which is fine. It's all lovely. But how do you cope with that? Because you get it on a scale that I've never... Yeah, it's not completely really, different. It's completely scale. different. But that's my question to so you. So we remember when we when we um, did the show with you at Royal Festival Hall. You came outside. There were hundreds, if not thousands, I, I don't know, but loads of people all wanting a photo with you and to touch you, and they were waiting outside. Um, how do you deal with that? I guess it goes hand in hand with what you do. If I'm honest, I have more anxiety about stuff like that now. I keep. I always say to Mandy every now and then. I'm like, when I'm on stage with a band or in a performance or in a production show. Yeah. I want to be the man. I want to, you know, and I want to give the audience everything I have. Once that curtain comes down, I'm finding more and more, especially as I get older, I go more into myself. I get nervous. I, I get very uncomfortable mm -hmm. at those sort of that, the idea of that crowd thing, which it's, it's flipped, right? You know, it's, Wow, that support is amazing. But I've learned to not be apologetic about taking care of myself. So on tour now, we, we've stopped even having friends and family backstage, let alone... Apart from if I was there. Well, we can't stop you. <laughs> <laughs> I just barge past security, I do. 
<laughs> because we need to take care of ourselves when we're I've on the road. Badge. I've got a badge. I'm allowed through. <laughs> when we're on the road. You have uh, actually said to me before, how'd you get back here? I have. <laughs> so, I, mean, I think it was in Phantom. I'm like, where? they don't know we're friends. <laughs> Where's this I'm sitting, I'm sitting in your dressing room. <laughs> you, you were there before I got there. <laughs> and then I just figured, I, I, I'm not apologetic about, we have to take care of our health. We have... And mental the, health, right? Yeah. Especially mental health. And when we're on the road, and I'm on the road a lot, and with my kids, my stress about being away from the kids and Mandy... No one knows that part of me, and I will not share that part of me. It's private. So it's hard to put on a front, but then I, you have to because I don't want people to know that side of things because it's, it's private, as you say. So now we, if, but if it we is don't, a, it's okay to have those opinions and feelings about yourself, and that you know you're protecting yourself. I think that's okay, hundred percent. Because my my, I would hate to try and please everyone all the time and then the work suffers because or, the people or you suffer yeah but i also know if i'm on a 10 stop tour or eight six shows a week for a long contract the audience who are coming the next night who have paid the same amount mm -hmm. they want to know they're going to get the best of me as well yeah so those are my priorities first yeah then if there's room left over there's time there's space to do that and i feel good and i feel comfortable then i'll mm -hmm then you kind of give a bit more where you can. But if I can't, I can't. And I'm not sorry about trying to be the best I can for what mm. you're paying for. Do you know what's funny? So um, when I'll tell the listeners this, all three of them, when Ramin opened the door for us here, he was like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I haven't, I've, you know, I've been a bit shit on the phone. I know that about you and it doesn't bother me. I think, you know, I know how busy you are now, how much pressure you got on you. That kind of... Not lack of contact, but, you know, let's say I messaged you and you didn't get back to me or it wouldn't be – if it was anything important, I know you'd be there for me, like, straight away. But mm -hmm. if it's just, hey, how are you, you prioritise your time and I just respect that and it does, it's not a problem. And that's why we've been friends for, what, I don't know, 12, 15 years? I don't know how long we've been friends for. Mm -hmm. And there's a few moments I look back on in your career, especially – 13 years, brother. Is it 13? Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. it's amazing. Um, a, few, a few things that I remember, so – when, when we were in love, when you were, in, when we were in love, never dies. <laughs> <laughs> what part did you play, Darren? Just remind Actually, us. Actually, my mask was in it once. Yes, I wore it. You wore the mask on stage, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> I did. Yeah, uh, we had. I had this silly old man mask that I used to wear for fun, and Ramin was obsessed with it. When you say you used to wear for fun, I've still got one. But it's right, not the same. Okay. Good. It's not the same. I have one. You got one? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I remember be, like the last ever show, like me, Mandy. Um, I don't think you were in the dressing room, but it was so like, the very last show. Were you in the dressing I room? I was. Yeah. Okay. When, when we looked out the window yeah, and all okay. the people. Yeah, oh, it was the very last show. That was crazy. So that I've was got amazing. a video of that on my Police phone. Police and ambulance had to come. So I've got I a video there. of that on my phone still. Oh, you got to get me a copy of that. I've yeah. got a photo of Shall me and you, I'm gonna show you in your right dressing now. room. I'm going to find it as I'm well. I'm going to show you that while you're looking up to kind of. What year was that? Uh... 2010, I think. Okay. When we finished Love Never Dies, or 11. 11, 2011. To, to go back to what you said, is how do I handle stuff like that? I've just learned to... Uh, you protect yourself. Yeah. So basically, what I'm, what I'm getting at is there's been some, some moments in your career that have been a part of my life that I look back and I'm like, how on earth did you deal with that? And I'm about to show you a video. Oh, as you say, this will split in perfectly. I've learned to 
it's okay not to be available all the time. And that's okay. And that's whether it's stage dooring, whether it's um, phone calls, whether it's um, work, whether it's interviews. Okay, I'm about to over me in this video. You probably haven't seen this since then. Right. August 27, 2011. That's from my dressing oh, window. Oh, you can still see I some of the there. phantom glue well. on my face. Man, that looks crazy out there. It's crazy, like, right? Amazing. So it's like, this is what I wanted to say. Like, people don't see this side, but I'm in your dressing room with your family um, and we're chatting, relaxing. We're having like champagne, I think, or whatever we were doing, mm -hmm. just being with you. And then all of a sudden we go out, look out the window and you've got thousands of people like screaming. They just want to get a glimpse of you. And then what we used to do is, um, I know sometimes I would stand with you for like, you know, for the stage door thing to have a laugh and stuff. But often I would just go off and kind of let you get on and then you'd meet us later or something. And it is such a, it's a different side. People don't, you're not just a performer, are you? You are some something that people want a piece of in some way, whether it's a photo or an autograph or to give you a gift or a letter or to tell you their story at how you've affected them. So, you know, I look, from what I've been through, I've had it on such a tiny surface level compared to what you've gone through. But I really sitting here now, like documenting it, I just want to say like I'm I'm, you know, really, really proud of you and also like very inspired by your your strength to be able to cope with that. Oh mate, thank you. And look, at the end of the day, all that is just people are supporting, they're there to kind of like, you know, they were supporting the show and what I, hopefully I was doing as well. But to go back to like that night in question I don't have any commitments after that night. So we could, I had more to give and more to play. But if that, if we had a show the next night, I probably would be like, I gotta go, I gotta go. And I'd be a bit nervous knowing like how much energy I have. Well, but in, on a in, night like that, you can- In New York, when we came to see you on Broadway in Les Mis, you would meet us somewhere else because you would go out a different door just because the pressure is, you know, it was too much for you, right? On some nights, yeah, I'd rather- the show's if, finished, you'd need to worry about the next show. Yeah. Of course, and if I if I feel under the weather or super tired, then I would rather just have the stage management or stage doorkeeper just to give a message that, you know, Ramin won't be coming out tonight or has already gone home and go out another door and not, I don't know, it's that balance of if, if, that, if I do come out that door, then I'm there to kind of say hello, 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 hello. But that could last hours. Yeah. And, that, and that's why I, I totally respect and, you know, I, I think probably people don't realise, they think, oh, why is he not coming out? And they take mm. it personally, right? But it's not personal, is it? Well, that's down to them and their baggage or their expectations. You know, I don't have any expectations. I don't expect anyone to wait for me. Mm. You know, so it's not like if I come out one night, no one's there, I'll be like, where is everyone? <laughs> I want to get my autograph. <laughs> so I can't get mad at that either. So it's sort of like, look, I, I, I appreciate everyone. But, you know, if I have to go home to face on my kid or catch him before school, if our time difference or whatever, of course. I'm going to do that. And I'm mm. not sorry about that. Yeah. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. How are you fitting in with your, t- how's, how's your training going at the moment? A lot better. You know, I injured my neck last year, but now I'm getting back. I got my weight back up, and I feel good. I feel good. It's great, man. So, DNA, mm-hmm. you guys got tours coming up? Because I know after there was a crazy time after the show, like you said, pe- mm. a lot of management want a part of you, but then they want a part of you, but they don't have a plan for you. That was basically the story, yeah. Yeah. So, But now you guys have been through that. Have you Are you in control of your own sort of brand now? Yeah, pretty, pretty much we're in control of it. I mean, f- in terms of touring, we did a 24 Dates UK tour last year. Um, we're currently, we haven't got a tour uh, that's imminent, but we are... In talks. Yeah, in talks and trying to plan the next tour. But we awesome. pretty much, well, I we mean, are we lot. masters of our own destiny? I mean, you know, we we try to navigate as best as we can, what we're doing. Yeah, and we support some amazing charities. We go and perform at events all over the world. You know, it's we're doing really something with Stephen Fry at the end of this month with Prostate Cancer UK. Uh, we're doing something with Jimmy Carr, aren't we, in a couple of months. Yeah. We've got loads of really exciting things, really exotic locations, and, wow. you know, just do what we dreamt up in our minds. It's crazy. And how active are you guys as DNA on social media? Do you guys <sighs> do things... F- are you still not that active? You know what? We are so bad, so bad at social media. Like, literally, we spend more time talking about how bad we are than actually spending time being creative and doing stuff. However... At DNAMindReaders.com. <laughs> at DNAMindReaders. <laughs> yeah. However, we, um, we are going to be a lot more active on there. And we are just about to uh, start up on TikTok. TikTok. Come on, you have to be... You guys... This is the kind of content where social media is great for it. You're and so absolutely right. I'm sure TikTok is definitely... Okay, first of all, for the last month, I've been calling it Tic-Tac-Toe. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you on TikTok? Um, at so DNA? I, well, my one's Darren Sarsby. That's just my one. So we haven't actually got a DNA one yet. But it will we'll, be DNA mind readers. Literally, let me explain. Before Do you, you have that or before, can someone else take it? By the time, by the time this goes out... Nobody else will take it. No we'll, have it take it. By, we'll have by it by the time. Yeah. Unless you you take it, yeah, take it right and now. sell it to us. Um, I went I went on TikTok yesterday, mm-hmm. right, or a couple of days ago. I uploaded a video last night of my friend doing a silly dance. It's had by the time I got into this office since last night, it's had one hundred and ten thousand views on it. What just for dancing? Just silly. you didn't splice anything or like no, not any at editing. All. Darren's not even on the video. I'll show it to you. He's not. <laughs> I'm He's not. not. I'm not even on the video. It's my friend. Okay, so TikTok's all about. Um, dancing and, and viral trends and stuff, right? So people copy, they sample your sounds and then they make their own versions of it, right? So it's all sort of like silly dance moves and stuff. And I'm not really qualified to explain it, but I understand it slightly. People put out content and then if people find it funny and engaging, they will then sample the sound right. and put up their own one. So I searched <clears throat> Ramin Karimloo on there and you've got stuff on TikTok, people miming along to your voice no. and stuff. I swear to you, I promise on TikTok, on, t- on, <laughs> on TikTok, yeah, I promise. So 
So basically, there's one dance where you basically do these silly things with your arms, right? And it's, everyone knows this dance. It's everyone like, it's knows the same move. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. It's move, a TikTok right? dance. A TikTok dance, right? It's called the TikTok dance. No, I don't know what it's called, but it's one of the dances on TikTok, right? But it's been used all the time. It's been used all the time, like literally thousands and thousands of times. So right? if I wanted to dance it to a Mumford and Sun song. Well, if you type Mumford and Song Sons, you can look and see what's trending. No, but can I do the dance to one you of their songs and video me doing it and hope it gets viral? And if it goes viral, then everyone will sample and copy your dance. But that dance has already been done, so why are they still copying it? No, so what he's doing is he's doing a um, he's doing his interpretation of what the song sounds like. So it's, it's a foreign song, so he's like talking gibberish to make it sound like the song and being silly with his dance moves. Those dance moves that he showed me. They're, they're a mixture of a couple of dances. He's basically saying, I'm showing my friend how to TikTok. He's completely self-deprecating and taking the mickey out of himself to be silly, to be funny, and people picked up on it, and it's literally going crazy. So how will this TikTok serve DNA? I don't know. We're going to just explore. I think you just try different things, right? And so as mind uh, illusionists, you're going to be dancing on it, or are you going to do maybe, tricks? Maybe. Ooh. See, I've just been silly. I've been doing dancing. There's a we just don't know yet. This one you'd probably like. I did this with a friend of mine in the gym the other night. Possibilities are endless, yeah, Andrew. Indeed. This was me uh, and my friend in the gym the other night. <laughs> okay, so. So what? Explain to everyone happening. Okay, so she's. That uh, looks kind of cool, actually. So I've got my hand on the back of her head. And she's holding onto my hand, and then she leans forward all the way near to the floor, and then I pick her up as well, in one motion. And you're actually doing it. There's no I'm, trick here. No, right? no, I'm actually doing it. So that was a, like a TikTok trend, and I've just copied it. Oh, I saw somebody do that over a swimming pool. Yeah. I was shown. My daughter I gotta showed say, me that a video. Looks pretty cool. It looks cool, right? So that's the thing. There's loads of different content on I'm TikTok. I'm not letting you try that with me. No. Drop me and break my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Your nose will certainly hit the floor before anything else. Like mine. Well. <laughs> so let's quickly, because we're going to wrap up, and but I wanted, we, we kind of were... Uh, I don't know, frivolous or really light on talking about someone saying horrible things on Instagram and or Twitter to you guys mm -hmm. and calling you fat, which is absolutely horrible. And I, yeah. I don't mean to laugh it off and think it's okay to call someone fat. No, no, no. But you gotta, you can't look for that stuff. So because no. you kind of were asking, how do I deal with it? Because I do get but they uh, shade at you. or if hate. They, if they at you, then yeah. you're gonna see it on your timeline, right? Yeah, but walk. You no, walk no, away, kindness, you dismiss it. You dismiss, dismiss it. it yeah. Kill it with kindness or block it. Yeah. Because what kind of, and it, I, I say this with the meaning it, it deserves, but a loser would do that. I don't mean like you fucking loser. I mean, someone who's not winning their day will hmm. spend time to send something like that. You think yeah. Elon Musk is of course. <laughs> throwing shade? No, he's doing something good. Are you doing any of that? Are you? Of course not. Are you saying shit online? No, of course not. No, because you're focusing on trying to put out good things. And so yeah. someone like that, can't be happy. No, I agree. Someone like that's got some terrible baggage that they need to figure out how to unload in better ways. And I think we replied to somebody once saying, you're clearly having a bad day. If you need any help, like just reach, out, way, to reach out to us. And, and yeah, we kind you of know, it's, I feel for people who take the time to say shit to me online. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt me creatively. It doesn't make me want to change how I work creatively. It's just like, well, if you've taken your time out of that, someone tweeted me once, you're overrated. I said, well, at least I'm rated. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, it shouldn't affect you. No, so you've got to be confident in what you're doing. But, and you know, that whole sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. It's that old saying that you get brought up, learn, you know, people teach that to you as a child. But actually, people's words 
can hurt. Of course it can. We see it nowadays, sadly. You are in control of that. And, you know, unfortunately, some sometimes, you know, words can, you know, cause somebody to want to, you know, but do, he, do the like worst. Drastic measures. Well, here's yeah. what I, 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 I do to help protect myself. I don't also seek out the positive comments. I don't seek out any comments. Because even the positive stuff, which, great, if there's support. But the positive stuff, I don't think, helps you as an artist either. Because then you're just feeding your ego. What about my comments? <laughs> They make me laugh. I normally, I'm normally right on there. You're so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> or like, no, I'm joking. No, I'm normally right. I'm you surprised had, no you one had some go- git or, you know. I'm surprised <laughs> you don't get some like, because my supporters are very passionate. <laughs> and I, I see sometimes, that's why I don't bring light to any hate either, because mm. I feel they're going to get a barrage of, you know, people protecting me. And I'm like, it's just going to like brush fire going to something. Mm. But you, you're right in what you just said. I mean, you can't sort of like believe your own press in a sense. You know, no, you people can't. just feel you go telling you you're just amazing. It's like, oh yeah, I am, and and that's it. And then you just get complacent, don't you? Yeah, you just gotta f- focus on being better than yesterday. And yeah. I, um, if people want to follow and support, man, I'm super fortunate. Totally that they do. agree. What am I looking at here, Darren? That's my uh, a bit of before and, after. and afters. Oh my god! That's well, we're gonna have to post some of these up. It's crazy, right? Eight months, so people know what we're talking about. If how we many pounds have we lost, Andrew, altogether? Seventy-six. I've lost fifty-two. That's incredible. Mm. And what made you guys want to do that? Well, for me, I finished. Darren and I were in a show. Like we did our tour last year, and I, you know, had actually my girlfriend took some pictures of me on stage, and she showed me the pictures. I was like, please don't ever post those anywhere. I look terrible. I really, I was embarrassed for myself how mm. bad I looked. Mm-hmm. You know, just a, 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 you know, my face looked huge. I had a big belly, and I just was embarrassed. We did a show, and after the show, people come up and can we have a photo and everything. And this one guy came up to both Darren and myself and said, guys, the show was great, but you haven't half put on some weight since the show. And I kind of laughed it off, and it really stuck with me. And it was after that show, I said to Darren, that really meant something. That guy, like that's the first, it's not the first time somebody said we put on weight, far from it, but that was the first time that, it really made me want to do something. And um, were you I'll, mad at the person for I wasn't mad at the person at because I, I can't be mad because I have to, I knew I'd put on weight. And, you know, those much closer to me than that person, you know, my mum had said to me sort of like before, Andrew, like, what have you done to yourself? You've, like, you've, you've put on a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of weight and you've continued to put on more weight. But it was that one person's comment that really made me think, you know what? I get up all the time and I'm in front of people and I want to give the best representation of myself and probably I'm not doing that by getting on stage and looking unhealthy, feeling unhealthy and uh, I really need to do something about it. He dropped a pen on the floor on stage once and he struggled to pick it up, genuinely. Well, I was dreading bending over to pick it up because it was like, oh, you know, even bending down to pick up my... You think if I was 76 pounds heavier than I am now, bending down to tie my shoe... Was a out of breath. was a struggle. Same. Well, look, the important thing out of this is, look, anyone, pretty much of, I guess, any size can can do what you're doing. It's not about necessarily image. You did not feel good about yourself, which then you're not going to present the best you. And I think yeah. that's the important thing out of this. You're it's right. not about being skinny. It's not about having a six pack. It's not about 
not being a certain size. It's about you feeling good about Andrew. Absolutely. And that's what it was all down to. I wanted to feel good about myself. And I also knew that, you know, I've, I've said to Darren before, if I wouldn't have done what I did at the time I did it and I carried on, I may be facing serious health implications now okay. because it was only going downward. It was on, I was on a downward spiral health-wise. Well, and I didn't have any health scares at that mm -hmm. point, but... You know, happy Friday, everyone. It doesn't. Uh, it, it's just going out on a Friday. I don't know. It's uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. Well, look, Sunday. what's great and what's amazing that's come out of this is you feel good about yourself. And that's important. The parameters of that, of being happy in oneself. It, that's the most important thing. I think that's it's a wide parameter and it's down to each person. If yeah. you want a six pack and you want, and that's what you want, then have at it. If you don't want that, then. That's fine yeah, yeah. I'm not sitting here saying everybody needs to be slim or go to the gym or, no. or do whatever. Be happy in yourself. And it yeah. was just, you know, it was for me, that was really the trigger. I knew that I would let myself uh, become grossly overweight and I wasn't happy with that. And um, I decided to do something about it. Well, and I didn't, I didn't do it. It wasn't a song and dance. Hey, guess what, everybody? Look at me. I've now lost seven pounds. I've now lost 21 pounds. Mm. This is the first time I've ever spoken about it. I've oh, never mate. put any pictures of myself before and after online. I just haven't because this is just for me and that's it. Whereas I carried on eating for about four months after that, <laughs> gorging on desserts and cookies. But again, everyone reaches But well, you weren't happy and I knew I that about so you. I was so miserable. I was so miserable, man. So that was an and escape. It was an escape, yeah. You know, it took me to get to a stage in my life where, you know, I met someone that finally made me feel like, Hey, you know what? You're you're great as you are, and you're perfect. And it just allowed me to kind of forgive myself. And from that point onwards, I, I have not eaten any chocolate or anything, no rubbish, for over six months now. And that's because you wanted to feel better about you. Yes, exactly. It wasn't because I wanted to impress anyone or or anything like that. It was, you know, I was talking to Andrew. We were walking here from from uh, Soho and I was like I love feeling fit at the moment I feel fit I feel healthy you know I can run upstairs and I do hit workouts and you know I train all my muscle groups and you know I feel very very fit at the moment and I, I love feeling like this I like eating well I like looking after myself looking good it's kind of like a byproduct now the lifestyle for me and the mental health and the mental health is so important good for you guys man at so, least how should fans Keep in touch DNA and keep mind readers on Twitter and Instagram and Instagram and Facebook. DNA mind readers, no, and hyphens, maybe no. TikTok, maybe DNA TikTok. Mind yeah, readers. TikTok DNA mind readers, unless that's taken, we'll do something else. <laughs> Why don't you sign up to it now so we can promote it? I'll do it after, all right, Dad. Leave me alone, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'll have to come around, I'll have to come around sometime. That's Darren 100%. inviting himself again. Always. I've heard this conversation usually on a phone. Because well, if Ramin says no, I'll just ring Mandy. She'll yeah, say exactly. yes. <laughs> First of all, I've never said no. Yeah. It's just I don't answer the phone. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you see those things on, on Facebook. It's like tag a friend that if you phone them and they answer, you'll die. <laughs> I would tag Ramin all day, every day <laughs> from now to the end of time. Oh, dear. Okay. So Instagram, Twitter, at DNA. Mind readers. Mind readers. Yeah, I think people want to like. I think it, with everything that's going on in the world at the moment, I think people like need like levity in their life and just kind of joy. We joy. need joy. Yeah. So you know where it's. I think of somebody and reveal what it is. Although that's really impressive and people love it. I think more than ever. I think we're going to maybe venture more into our actual personalities of how we are 
with our friends and family um, and hopefully people like it and we'll go from there. And if they want to come great. see us live... Yeah, then... see a different side to us. Not just the mind reading. The mind reading we do anyway. But, yeah, but maybe show also, them a little bit more of ourselves. I think your personalities uh, match your talent as illusionists and mind illusionists. So it's... They both should be on show. Great. Well, well if we ever have a podcast, will you come on? Yes, sir. Like that, that, he's going to edit that bit out. <laughs> well, I, I'm hardly going to touch any of this. Love you guys. Love you, man. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, DNA really Mind Readers. Yeah. Get some content out there. You guys are brilliant. People Thank need you. to see it. Thank you. Thank you. We will. Love you guys. Love you, man. Love you. Thanks for hanging, folks, with Andrew and Darren, DNA, and myself. Please do check them out on their socials, DNA Mind Readers, and also their website, dnaofficial.com. And keep up to date with what they're up to. You will definitely want to see them live. Take care. The Hang is produced by Dory Berestein and Alan Seals from the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find me online at bpn.fm forward slash The Hang. Don't forget, you can connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at Ramin Karamlu, on YouTube, a roaming Iranian, or my Facebook page, official Ramin Karamlu. Music for my podcast is by my friends in one of my favorite bands, The Dives. Please check them out at their website, thedivesmusic.com. That's thedivesmusic.com, where you can get to know them, hear their incredible music, get links to all their socials, and most importantly, their tour dates, where you can find out where you can see and hear them live. They are truly a great band, and they are phenomenal live. Check them out. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.